Biz Solution Show. I'm your host, Laura Galloway, the Mom Biz Coach and author of Mom's Mean Business, coming to holiday all over the place and really hoping that you will keep us in mind if there is a mom entrepreneur or a woman or an entrepreneur or somebody who wants to be <laughs> a little more happy when they're feeling a little more successful. Um, our book is all over the place, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, all that kind of good stuff. But like I said, we've been getting asked to contribute to several holiday gift guides. And I know many of you guys have already got a copy, but maybe there's somebody you know and love who could use a copy as well this holiday season. So don't forget to put us on your wish list. That would be awesome. It's Mom's Mean Business, a guide to creating a successful company and a happy life as a mom. You can find it now, and it's really inexpensive on Amazon, 10 and a half bucks, I think. Maybe even the Kindle edition, I think, is less. So go grab it. Okay, I am about to bubble over because right as I was getting ready to go live on the show, I got a text from my mother that my brother and his wife are headed to the hospital in labor expecting their first child. And I'm about through the roof, ready to be another time over aunt. <laughs> um, but to my brother's first baby, is so exciting. So I am, I'm a little distracted. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but uh, I know you guys can get it because you know how it feels to be so happy and so thrilled for someone you love to be welcoming. Anyway, let me hop back into <laughs> business coaching and life coaching mode. Um, thanks for letting me share that, though. So today, I'm going to talk about something that, you know, I feel it's uh, when I looked at what we had to do for the show today, I thought, oh, my God, have I not said this like five times already? And I, and I had to review my episodes going, huh, wow, I, I'm really surprised that this isn't a topic I've already covered. And then I realized that the reason this topic seems so familiar to me is because it's what I've been coaching my private clients. It has come up with, you know, three or four of them, which is a really extraordinary number of people to have the same discussion with in the space of about a week or two. So I figured there was a reason that I scheduled this and thought this was a good idea. But um, I, I was really surprised because I thought I'd already talked with you about it. So you know, today's episode is all about, you know, how um, if, if you have read the book, we are very passionate about giving you permission slips, right? We are per giving you permission to free yourself from shoulds, woulds, and coulds, the shoulda, woulda, coulda, because those really don't get us anywhere, and those tend to stress us out and make us unhappy. Well, what I've noticed with my private coaching clients lately is that, you know, that happiness piece really gets mucked up and lost along the way sometimes when we are when we are pursuing success. And I just want to talk to you guys a little bit about that because there's, I think, it, number one, the number one reason that happens is it's just normal. We start setting goals, right? I mean, if you've been working with me as a client or if you've been working with a coach of your own or doing self-help or just if you're good at setting goals on your own, you probably set goals and then create your you know, action plan and you get going at it and you find yourself putting one foot in front of the other and you're doing what you're supposed to do, right? You're doing everything you're supposed to do. And you're following the plan, you're working the plan, you're achieving the goals. But again, sometimes in the midst of all that, we might have missed some piece, some element 
that would have been part of making that goal truly fulfilling and satisfying for us, or we might have set up a goal that unfortunately compromised some of the other areas of our lives that make us happy and fulfilled and satisfied. Or there's always the, the wild card, something could have changed. Our values could have shifted. We could have had a major life change come up. And believe me, I mean, if, if a kid went off to school for the first time or if they went for a full day or if they went to college or, you know, whatever it is, there's so many different things that we don't really think about. And if you're working on goals, you know, if you have a year-long goal or a two-year or a five-year, you can be darn sure these things will happen where, you know, some priorities and goals that you set for yourself and that you've been working for, all of a sudden, even though you are being successful at achieving them, you feel so unhappy. Okay, so this, like I said, has come up so many times, I, I felt, I feel almost like a broken record talking about it. But the other reason that this, I think, is happening, where people are, you know, working so hard, going towards these goals, having this vision of success, and then not feeling happy, is because of the, maybe the, the alignment or misalignment of their purpose and passion, okay, with their job. Now, here's the thing. What I've been seeing in the media so much, and I'll be honest, I'll call myself on it. I'm guilty of talking about this too. You know, one of my favorite works, uh, quotes in my whole life, in my whole life, I can't talk because I'm so excited, um, is, you know, by Henry Ford, you know, pick a job you love and you'll never work a day in your life. But what about those of us, or those of you, who have, quote unquote, good jobs. I mean, it's a good job for a lot of reasons. It provides financial stability, a pleasant work environment. You actually enjoy the people you're around. You have a stable and predictable routine. You have some sick days and time off. You have things like, uh, you know, all sorts of like insurance and matching programs for the money you spend on your insurance. Like there are whole lots of benefits to working for someone else. But Maybe it's occupational therapy or you're a dental hygienist or you're a bookkeeper or you're working in a fitness center or whatever it is. And maybe it really doesn't have anything to do with your passion. That is photography or inspiring people or speaking or writing or, or uh, looking well or advising people on nutrition or just, you know, really studying very cool recipes and making up your own. And, you know, things, we get into things and they become our passion. And all of a sudden, I think the message from the media these days is if you're doing work that you don't love, there's something wrong with it. And there's something wrong with you. Like, you need to quit now and go do work you love or you've failed. <laughs> and I'm telling you, this has been coming up a lot in the conversations I've been having with my clients lately. And there's this crazy pressure to now, you know, measure ourselves and, and our success according to whether or not we absolutely love our work. And God, listen, there's nothing wrong with that, but we can just get short-sighted. There's nothing, you can't just say one thing at the expense of all else. You know, there are certain passions, hobbies, purposes that will never make good money. There, I said, okay? They will never make good money. They weren't really meant to be money-making profit enterprises. 
You know, so many people I know find their way into amazing nonprofit work, and it fills their soul, and it makes their life worth living, and it makes them happy. And at the same time, they're still doing other work that gives them money, right, profit. The stuff that we put in the bank, the, the stuff we put in for college or for retirement into our trips and our travels and the cute outfits we want to buy and the fine girlfriend night out that we take, whatever it is that we want to do. We need money and we need fulfillment. And guys, they do not always have to come in the exact same package. So I just want to go on record for saying that. I, at the root of everything, I am definitely more of a pragmatist than a wild, crazy dream chaser. And, you know, there are plenty of coaches out there that would probably take me to task and get mad at me for, you know, squelching somebody's desire to dream big and play hard and be bold and all that kind of crap. I'm sorry. I don't have a whole lot of time for that. You're a mom. When you're taking care of a family, when you have a whole lot of priorities that are outside of your own personal fulfillment, you do weigh them against your own personal fulfillment. And I know that it just isn't right for me to coach a person that wants to make a living something that is creative, fun, and wonderful, but not necessarily a profitable business. Or if it's or not necessarily able to be made into a profitable business, or if it could be made into a profitable business, profitable business, it wouldn't be any fun to run it because your job as a business owner makes you have to take on different roles than the actual fun thing, the creative thing, the passion thing that you want to do. You know, like bookkeeping and paying bills and managing people and managing time and setting schedules and things like that. You know, that's all part of that kind of a job, you know? And so I just, I really want to say that I hereby give you permission to not have to leave your job, throw everything else by the wayside, take off, quit, because your job isn't fulfilling you, if your job is a good job, and again, that's your standard, guys, not mine, okay? That's your definition. If your job is providing you a whole lot of things that you value and need that serve your priorities, and you can find some other way to go pursue your passion and make a difference and leave that mark and that legacy that matters to you, that's what I'd do. Okay, so so I I don't I don't know it's it's funny there are I, I I feel a little sheepish saying it because of course I get to do the work that I'm really passionate about I'm so fortunate I'm lucky but I also do not have to be the breadwinner in my family and that's a big difference so I get to put being a mom and being here for my kids while they're really young. I get to put that first, and I just want to be completely transparent that, that that's a choice that I make everything else from, okay? So if I wanted to build my big business and empire right now and just blow the roof off, and if I wanted to define success in terms of you know extreme growth and profitability, I could do that. It would just shift some things in my family, like the amount of time that I have here, the volunteering that I do, 
the requirement that I am the first responder in our family. You know, if there's anything wrong, if somebody's forgotten something, if somebody needs to be picked up early, if they're sick, if they need to be taken to a doctor's appointment, that's all on me. I manage all of those logistics gladly, right? I don't expect husband to juggle half of that job with me. I appreciate him doing the breadwinning job and I'm doing the momming it up job, okay? That brings me a ton of satisfaction that I can do that right now. And when my kids are older, as they keep getting older, I may shift that. I may want to change it. Then I can shift to a business model that is more of a profit, more of a growth model, more aggressive. If I want to do that, I can do that. But it will be at a time when it doesn't necessarily impact the fulfillment I get out of being able to spend most of my time being the mom. Okay? So I just want to throw it out there, guys. There are... There are definitely two sides to every story. And if you're reading all the headlines these days and feeling like a failure because your definition of success isn't, you know, doing work you love, it isn't running a job or being a part of a business that is your passion day in and day out, I just want to say you're not a failure. No, you're probably a pragmatist. Don't buy a hype where people are saying you're just fear-based and whatever. Now, you may be, and I bet you know that. <laughs> But if you're not, if you're happy and what you're doing is work, is serving your purpose, awesome. Let's find you another outlet to get that fulfillment that you want and to get those other priorities in your life for fulfillment and satisfaction and happy filled. So there you go. That is my wish for you today, that you give yourself permission to be happy and successful on your terms, not according to anybody else's prescription that says it only has to look one way. All right, guys, wish me luck. Wish my sister-in-law and my brother luck as they go into the uh, next phase of their lives as new parents. And I will be back with you next week. Until then, I am your host, Laura Galloway, the Mom Biz Coach. Until next time, you have a great week. Take care.